0: 's me hey there welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. Oh man, I am once again coming to you super late on this Wednesday, January 27th of 2021 with so much that I want to catch you all up on, but I want to respect the time that you set aside, so I want to continue on the theme of one, one, uh, the path of one theme, oh, my brain isn't working. You know, uh, but yeah, I've I've always only spoken of one theme. You know, since I started my podcast almost two years ago, can you believe it that it's been almost two years that we are on season three of High Vibe Advocate? You know, for a commitment phobe like me, it's almost as impressive as the fact that I am still a workers' compensation attorney and I'm still married to the same man since my early twenties. Uh, well, actually, I guess it's expected. Because I do love what I do for a living, and I do love my husband very, very much. He is a wonderful man, and he's going through so much right now with the PPP loans. Jeez, you don't even know. It's like a nightmare and a half. And I'm sure you can hear Bentley in the background right now. Um, My whole house echoes (laughs) because it has high ceilings. Um, Anyway, with these uh, PPP loans, you really would think that the banks would have the hang of it by now, but nope. There's still just so much BS. But anyway, I digress. I don't want to digress. I have finally closed on the sale of my old home that happened yesterday. And it was a little bit torturous. But ultimately, it was okay. And at least it's all over by now. So um, I'm feeling much better. Although I still have a cough (laughs) and some other little things. But... I've been sleeping through the night. I haven't had a headache, knock on wood, uh, in three or four days now. So that's all terrific news because those were awful things. And Today I unpacked all of my china and in total I unpacked 12 large boxes. So it was very productive and uh, we actually had the repairman come and fix the issue with the heat in the basement. So now the basement is toasty, finally, because we were... You know, we're facing Arctic temperatures here on Long Island right now, aren't we? And it's going to get even worse um, coming up soon this weekend. And how about the full wolf moon that's coming up tomorrow? The sky is all lit up outside. It looks so gorgeous. But it is frigid out there. And um, still physically very, very tired. Everybody part hurts. And there's just so much work, so much work for work to catch up on. It's literally unimaginable. Um, But I do see the light at the end of the tunnel, and that is a great feeling. And today is Holocaust Memorial Day. I don't want to let that not be mentioned because that's very important to me. Those of you who know me know how much I love Israel. Uh, and not just because God is Jewish or anything like that I believe in the state of Israel I'm a big believer in their history in their existence in their right to be there uh, in in everything they've gone through the patience of Job that they have um, and the reason they're there is because of the holocaust you know Israel was created to really become the country of all the jewish people that were rejected by their own homelands you know these were german jews polish jews even french jews you know anyone from all different countries and they were um they just were never treated as if they were the nationals of those countries and and israel was always their their homeland and they basically went back um there you know obviously not by birth but you know by heritage so i don't know i just think it's very very important to remember the people who perished in the holocaust and we need to make sure especially in the times we're living today that such aspects of history are never repeated ever again um there's just so much hate from all angles and it's time that that's over and i don't know why people use jewish people as a scapegoat so much um I really can't understand it. I cannot understand it. But anyway, today I want to talk to you guys about human intelligence. I feel I have quite a bit of that, and it makes a difference in every aspect of my life. But in the moments when that switch is somehow turned off, everything goes wrong. So I know that it's the most important switch that I have, and it is something that we can all have. We can all learn it, and we can all learn to practice leaving that switch on at all times. But first, what do I mean by human intelligence? Well, the online definition of human intelligence is that it's a mental quality that consists of the abilities to learn from experience, adapt to new situations, understand and handle abstract concepts, and use knowledge to manipulate one's environment. But what I mean by it is more along the lines of that good old saying that a good lawyer knows the law, but a great lawyer knows the judge. It is remembering that everything in our lives, every aspect of our society is decided, controlled, run, and experienced by human beings. So it's important to remember that and to remember that humans are emotional creatures. We are all very, very similar. We all want to be validated, understood. We want to be heard. We don't want to be taken advantage of or belittled or ignored or dismissed or demeaned. We want to feel special, like we matter, and we want to have our needs met. Each of us experiences the world very differently, though, and completely individually, no matter how many people are surrounding us. We bring our own set of experiences, our own genetic predispositions, our own brain chemistry, our own physical abilities and disabilities, our learning language and our love language and our own individual perspectives into every single situation, every second of every day. Some people are happy to be treated with kindness by a stranger while others are skeptical as to why someone is being so nice to them. What do they want out of that? Some people are grateful, while others have tremendous sense of entitlement. And none of those things are necessarily good or bad. They're just different, and they may be better, you know, a better match for certain people and for certain environments over others. So every day, nothing in our society is truly predictable because humans are both very predictable and also completely unpredictable, You see, you can go to the DMV or to board a plane or be pulled over by an officer, like by a cop, and you may be doing the exact same thing or present the very same question to these two different people who will give you a very different answer and very different treatment and get a very different outcome. But humans respond very similarly to their needs being met. What changes, though, are what their actual needs are. And that is where human intelligence lies, understanding what others' needs are. Reading people in order to know their needs is an art form. It can be instinctual or acquired from observation and experience, just like any other science. Part of the issue is that when we are dealing with a personal situation, we're also emotionally involved. And therefore, our ego is just as involved as ourself. That ego also has needs, much like the people that you're in a situation with. And it's extra work for yourself to truly, objectively see what is going on with that other person or people that you're interacting with. Let's take, for instance, the buyers of my old home that I just sold my house to yesterday. Scott and I worked tirelessly to leave the house exactly as we found it when we first moved in, and we first bought it. It was almost like we were leaving in a lease, even though it was our house. (laughs) We even put back the cushions on the entrance bench that we used all these years. We used the the, the bench to just display plants and figurines for the last 10 and a half years. We took the the cushions off and we put them in the basement for 10 and a half years. But we, we searched for them, we found them, we cleaned them, and we put them back exactly where we found them 10 and a half years ago. Because this was our first home. you know, It was the first home we ever bought. And it was the first home we ever sold. So it was all completely new to us. Like a new experience on both ends. When we bought our home... It came with certain things like stools that matched the kitchen island, certain shelving and drawers inside the closets for storage, extra cans of paint labeled for each room because we didn't change the paint in each room, but others we did. But we kept all the paint and we always labeled them because we thought that when we sell the house, <laughs> you leave the paint just like it was left for us. Um, extra tiles for the bathrooms and the bathroom floors that had tiles and some extra wood stuff that we we really weren't sure what the, what it was for. Uh, it was like woods and drawers and stuff that were on top of the garage, but it looked like it may have been for the cedar closet in the basement, even though we never put it back because it was already, you know, not there when we moved in and we didn't know how to put it back and we didn't know if it was important or not. So we kept it exactly where it was left for us. We actually asked, uh, we asked our cleaning team, you know, uh, to clean the whole home, even the inside of the fridge so that it would be in pristine condition for the new buyers. We left them our binder, you know, with all the manuals and warranties for every single machine, the building plans and an estimated cost for the basement renovation that we were planning on doing. Uh, I compiled a list of service providers with their contact information and what I like about them, a list of favorite local restaurants, secret beaches, favorite local beaches, favorite local stores, a list of the names of the neighbors, the name of the mail lady, and a little bit about each person. We even left them a letter about us and about the house and when we bought it and how we found it and the things we did to it over the years, how much we love it, how we know they're going to treat it well and they're going to make it even better than it is. And a really heartfelt welcome, letting them know that it's a high vibe house and that we wish them all the happiness there. And we wrote a big welcome thing on the, on the chalkboard, board too. And we, of course, left them a bottle of champagne. You know, none of this was ever done for us. but We always felt like that was the right thing to do for someone else. We would like to have had that done for us and we just felt like it was nice and that's who we are and when we moved into this new home that we just bought the sellers had left us um you know so much like as is like the fridge was dirty inside the oven was very dirty they left some rugs and some paintings and some paint cans just like we did um but all their spices were in the kitchen cabinets were broken garbage cans in the garage which can't be used there was a mattress and a box spring in one of the rooms. Um, pool equipment had a leak that they that we had asked them to fix because it was part of our inspection and they didn't fix it before winterizing it. And, you know, the radiant heat in the bathroom downstairs was not working, which they were supposed to fix also per the contract, but they didn't do it. It was still not working during the walkthrough. The heat in the basement itself wasn't working. They left the popcorn machine in the movie room, which I actually really appreciated. Um tv mounts bolted to walls you know that we had to remove was very hard to remove and we had to like badge and paint over there were some like very heavy outdoor furniture not in great condition and i mean like they left a lot of things uh but not many things that we were going to be able to use in the house but we weren't petty people and in a purchase of this magnitude we weren't going to complain. That they left us furniture or rugs or paintings, you know, that were so easy to just get rid of if we didn't want it. You know, I wasn't going to ask for a few hundred dollars of credit on radiant heat. You know, maybe the heat not working downstairs was something that we should have complained. But honestly, we just wanted the deal to be well done. We wanted peace and we wanted happiness for the sellers too. We felt like we were getting a good deal on this house, and we didn't want. To create a nightmare for them. That's just not who we are. We didn't want to create headaches for anyone. And we knew we had to hire a maintenance company. For the heat and cooling anyway. So you know. And we're going to probably change the pool equipment eventually. Because we love the pool equipment you have for the, the house we just sold. And it's. Even though it's a much smaller pool. It's much better equipment than the one we found here. In this house that we just bought. So we knew we weren't buying new construction. And you know. There would be things that needed. Work, so why be petty? Well, our buyers had asked us to do the walkthrough one hour prior to the closing, which I was very against because it was too close to the time of us having to be there for the closing. But they insisted that it was the only time that they had available that day, and we were getting the college hunks hauling junk the night before, so we couldn't do it then. So we said, okay. So the next thing we know, our agent is texting us with questions that we had already told her beforehand. So she should already know the answers about the pool, which we winterize, even though it's an all-weather in-ground spa, because we don't have a generator in that house. And it's January right now, and it's a month that is prone to storms. And in the past few years, we have been winterizing the pool just like anyone else does, except much later than normal people do because it is weather, so we get to enjoy it until December. And then we winterize it because we are afraid that during a storm we're going to lose power and all the pipes are going to get frozen, you know, in case of a power outage. Um, So our buyers are, like, taking pictures of the pool equipment that's stored in the garage after the pool is winterized, just like most homes, you know. When you winterize the pool, they take the equipment out and they store it somewhere, usually it's the garage. And they're like asking, what is that junk in the garage? That old pool equipment. First of all, it's not old. It's amazing pool equipment. That equipment is literally the value of the pool. (laughs) It's very expensive stuff. And then they're calling the extra brand new replacement bulbs, like light bulbs we left for them, the custom sized air filters for the air handlers, which are very unique in size. And therefore, you can't just like buy air filters in Home Depot that will fit our air handlers. They were calling that junk, calling the shelving and the drawers in the closet that were there when we moved in. And that's why we left it for them. Junk. And asking where the built-in microwave was. Which is not a built-in microwave. It just... There happens to be a cubby space for for a microwave under the island with an outlet. But we brought our own microwave in when we moved into that house. Just like we did for this house. Because there's also a cubby in, under this island. Um, and they were just asking for this like ridiculous amount of money to... Quote-unquote get rid of the junk. Which isn't junk. And... It just looked like a last minute money grab. That's what everybody was thinking like, you know. And we didn't have to close until February 6th. So technically, we could have just adjourned it all and removed those things ourselves. You know, the things that they will have to eventually purchase again. Um And I know that that's what most people that we talked to afterwards or we told the story to said that they would have done. Like our friends and family were appalled at the pettiness. And everyone was saying... How this is what we get, because no good deed goes unpunished, that we are too nice, um you know, and listen, I posted about this on i g and for those of you who are connected with me on Instagram, like you saw what I said about this and uh and it's very much how I feel, which is that i do do i don't do things to get a reaction, I do them to be true to who I am, and of course, I love when there is a positive reaction, you know, I love it when I learn that I did something that made someone else happy, or excited or whatever, right? That's absolutely great to hear at any time in my life. But I cannot and we cannot, as a group of people, none of us can please everyone. And we shouldn't, you know, let an asshole turn us into one, you know, and I don't even think that In the case of my buyers, I don't think that they were necessarily being assholes. Because here's the thing. They never had a pool. So they don't know what winterizing is. They didn't know that pools are winterized normally and that the equipment is removed and stored away somewhere and in our case just like in most houses case it's it's stored in the garage so they go to the garage you see the equipment there they have no idea why it's there they may not have known that the air filters were custom sized for the handlers because our agent might not have told them even though I asked her to and sh- she didn't even go with them downstairs to do the, you know, during the walkthrough, to w- walk around the basement or the garage to answer all those questions. And apparently they I, they also didn't ask her any questions. They just decided to speak directly with their attorney about it at the closing. And at the end of the day, I could understand that to them, this is a major deal, you know, that there's a fear that, you know, when the pool is reopened, something won't be working because they never had a pool before and they don't know how this works. And we also didn't know... um you know, that they would be so unhappy with the common practice of leaving behind labeled leftover paint, which isn't even a lot. I mean, if you saw the pictures and videos I did, my house was pristine and completely empty, you know, but very little things were left here and there, like the shelving and drawers in the closet that was there, you know, it's supposed to be there. That's what makes the closet a closet. It's, um, you know, the light bulbs and whatnot. Like I, I really didn't think that, uh, you know, those things were going to be any issue whatsoever. We, we could have taken out anything they didn't want, you know. Um, and maybe they, they really did think that the microwave was coming with the house because maybe they never saw a cubby for a microwave before. Maybe that's how their house, the, the one that they, they own and that they're living in now came when they first bought it and they maybe thought that that was normal. I don't know. But I could see that those things mattered more to them than to me. So instead of putting our foot down completely and deciding not to compromise and blah 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 and adjourn everything which would create a major issue for them, we decided to compromise and give them something within reason. Obviously, I wasn't going to give them the ridiculous amount of money they were asking. But just to make sure that they felt understood and validated and cared for. And that they knew that the promises we we're making about the pool when they reopen it. When they, you know, call the pool company. It's all going to be okay. You know, we put money in escrow instead of giving a credit. So that they know that, you know, if something goes wrong, at least they have money in escrow. You know, that way the deal went through. It went through quickly and effortlessly. Their attorney thanked us profusely for being so understanding and reasonable. Our attorney was very relieved that we weren't jerks. And for us, it's also mentally and physically easier to just be done. So everybody wins. So why cut our nose to spite our face, right? So basically, human intelligence is remembering that it is always a human being behind every desk, behind every email, behind every decision, behind every policy making, behind food preparation and serving, behind driving and delivering, under the scrubs and uniforms. These are people, just like you and me, with needs that are similar but met very differently. And as I said, human intelligence is understanding how those needs can be met you know, what those needs are, being able to connect to that other person on a human level and to deflate and de-escalate a situation. It's actually something that you see a lot in hostage nego- negotiation movies, you know? Uh, you know, or at least one aspect of it. But it's really the key to success in life. And it's been a really major key to success in my life. You know, it's, it's the key to making genuine connections and lasting impression on people. And with that, having an easier life yourself. You know, in my transformative mediation course, because I, sh- I think I mentioned I am a certified medi- mediator, certified transformative mediator, which is a very specific kind of mediation. We learned that we make numerous assumptions every single day about other people's intentions. And 99% of the time, we are wrong. Someone cuts us off in traffic, and we think that They are jerks that don't give a flying F about anyone else and they put their own lives and the lives of others at risk just to have fun or to save five minutes of travel time. But many times that person is just rushing to a hospital or rushing because they have to go to the bathroom or rushing because their job is on the line or because they're trying to beat the clock to say one final goodbye to somebody they love. Or if somebody's going too slow, we think it's because they are sanctimonious types trying to control traffic speed and teach speed demons a lesson. But in fact, they may just be a new driver or a traumatized driver who survived an accident and is finally venturing back out behind the wheel, you know? Or they're new to an area or they're an immigrant and new to an area like my parents were when we first moved in. I mean, and that's true for everything outside of driving too. We cannot assume that the world is out to get us. That is a lie that our ego tells us. We all have to remember that protecting our peace is our job and our job only. We can no longer allow anyone to take that power away. And we have to remember we're all in this together. We're all human beings. We're all human beings. We we have like overall the same needs it's just that they're met differently in the moment you remember that everything will change for the better and that is all we have for today thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate, looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at high vibe advocate. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.